0: and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. The goal of the Democrats. That's what we'll be discussing on the show today. More specifically, the goal of the Open Borders Democrats. That's what we'll be discussing on the show today, exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. I am your host, Walker Wildman. Great to be with you this Saturday afternoon. Great to have you listening to the American Family Radio Network. What we're gonna do this show is we're gonna focus exclusively on the crisis at our southern border, the illegal immigrant crisis at our southern border, What needs to be done about it? Who's fighting to fix it? That's what we're going to discuss. Also, I'm going to delve into why on earth the Democrats will not secure our border. Why the Democrats will not secure America's border? I'm going to tell you why and what their intentions are with flooding America with illegal immigrants we're going to discuss all that on the show today before i jump into the content i want to tell you a few ways to keep up with the show first you can visit our website afr.net afr.net and you can listen to the podcast there also you can catch me on social media on youtube you can uh, type in exposing washington on youtube exposing washington channel on youtube and then if you go to Facebook and Twitter, just type in Walker Wildman. Facebook and Twitter, type in my name, Walker Wildman, and you can keep up with me there, and I'll post a lot of the show content on those platforms. But before I, uh, I jump in to, to what's going on on the southern border, I want to tell you about an opportunity you have, and that is the American Family Association, which is the parent ministry of American Family Radio, published a survey... On on our website, AFA.net, a survey asking our supporters what they thought about the partial government shutdown. Whether they supported President Trump in his efforts to secure American sovereignty. Or whether they disagreed with the president. That's what we asked our supporters. And these survey results were overwhelming, And the survey is has gone inactive as of Friday, but the survey results were overwhelming. Let me just read a few of the numbers for you just to show, look, the American people in large part support President Trump and support his effort to secure America's sovereignty. Some of the numbers here. In the first three and a half hours of having this survey up online, 18,000 people responded. And then about 24 hours later, 31,000 people had responded to the survey posted at AFA.net. You can go view the survey now, AFA.net. So far, nearly all respondents, 96%, support President Trump's plan for a physical barrier at the southern border. A very small number of respondents... 3% oppose the president's plan. Moving on here, the most startling statistic is the overwhelming majority, 90% of AFA supporters want President Trump to continue the partial government shutdown in order to force Congress to fund the border wall construction project. And so there you have it. And I know you know that's not this is not necessarily indicative of the general american public although i think it's it's pretty close but the vast majority over 90% of our listeners and supporters of american family association support president trump in his effort to secure american sovereignty And so for that reason, President Trump has to keep up the fight, has to keep up the fight to secure America, because, look, we've had leaders the past 60 years, the past 60 plus years, we've had presidents who have failed to secure American sovereignty, presidents who have failed to secure America's borders. Finally... Someone has come along, a president has come along, and he is fighting to secure America. This we should be proud of, and he should keep up the fight until we have a wall along most of the southern border. But as you know, President Trump and Republicans, to credit Republicans, they continue to fight for border security funding. We're three weeks, over 21 days into a partial government shutdown, and the Democrats, are perfectly okay with this. The Democrats refuse, just to put this in context, to set this back up for you, President Trump has said, if you would like me to sign the federal government budget bills, about six or seven of them, if you would like me to sign the various budget bills, then I am going to need $5.7 billion in funding to build a physical barrier along the southern U.S. border, and to put this in perspective, President Trump is requesting 0.11 percent of the entire federal budget to be allocated for this pet for this project. 0.11, so not even just over one-tenths of one percent of the federal government's budget. President Trump wants to go to this project on the southern border that would stop the flow of cartels, drugs, gangs, and illegal immigration. And, and the Democrats are being so petty that they won't even give President Trump a measly $5 billion. But as I mentioned, the Democrats are completely okay with this. They are completely okay with illegal immigration and drugs and cartels and gangs flowing into America, the Democrats are perfectly okay with this. How can I say that? Because their policies reflect that. Their policies reflect that. But to prove how far the Democrats have come in recent years, I want to play clip three here. This is a montage of former President Bill Clinton... Former Senator Hillary Clinton and former Senator Barack Obama, all three of them saying we need to secure our borders. This was just a couple years ago. This is clip three. Let's listen. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. The bill before us will certainly do some good. It will authorize some badly needed funding for better fences and better security along our borders. And that should help stem some of the tide of illegal immigration in this country. Well, look, I voted uh, numerous times when I was a senator to spend money to build a, uh, a barrier to try to prevent um, illegal immigrants from coming in. Um, and I do think you have to control your borders. We're going to build the wall. We have no choice. We have no choice. So there you have it. That's a montage there of current President Donald Trump, former Secretary of State and Senator Hillary Clinton, former President Barack Obama, then he was a senator, and former President Bill Clinton. All of them agreed during that clip that we need border security and we need physical barriers on the southern border and we need to stop the flow of illegal immigration. Well, what happened, Walker? What happened the last five or six years? What happened the last eight to 10 years that made Democrats completely change their position on this issue? I'll tell you what happened. The Democrats realized that if they could give amnesty to millions of illegal immigrants, then those illegal immigrants would then become Democrat, hardcore Democrat voters. That would be paid for our votes. For the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, those who were given amnesty and their children and their grandchildren, they would all vote loyally with the Democrat Party for, in exchange for the amnesty for the legalization that's what the Democrats are banking on that's what made Democrats change their tune change their position on illegal immigration now people like Nancy Pelosi call a border fence immoral she calls a border fence immoral meanwhile her her house Barack Obama's house all the president's houses have physical barriers, have tall fences around their houses. That's not immoral. Oh, but it's immoral to protect the average American. That's immoral, says Nancy Pelosi. But you know, this doesn't just rest on the Democrats. I think we should have been having this debate six months ago. I think we should have been having this debate a year ago. I think we should have been having this debate two years ago. Republicans and and President Trump shouldn't have waited this long to fight for a border wall. They should have fought for a border wall when they had the majority in the House and the Senate. I believe they could have gotten border security, but for some reason they waited until now. But I think it is still the right thing to do, and that is to fight for border security and you know the 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 democrats are 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 claiming that it's the compassionate thing to do to have our borders wide open it's the compassionate thing to do to let anyone and everyone come into our country that's not the compassionate thing to do that's the reckless thing to do and someone who agrees with me on that is senator ted cruz this is clip two senator ted cruz on what the compassionate thing to do is. Let's listen. Well, look, Officer Singh's brother joined us for the roundtable and he was grieving at his brother. And it's worth noting both he and his brother, they are themselves immigrants, but they came the right way. They came legally, seeking the American dream, and his brother wanted to be a cop, wanted to keep people safe, and he lost his life to a criminal illegal alien. And you know, the Democrats, they masquerade, they try to cloak their support for open borders by saying it's compassionate. Sean, it is not compassionate to want even a single little boy or single little girl in the custody of human traffickers. Nobody, look, you you and I both have kids. No one wants to see a teenage girls in the custody of human traffickers that do unspeakable things. You know what the compassionate thing to do is? Secure this border and stop illegal immigration and stop the drug traffic. That's exactly right. That's what the compassionate thing is to do, and that is to secure American borders and protect American interests. Protect American families. And there's a column up at AFA.net. At least it was up this past week. I'll put a link to it on our podcast page. To view our podcast page, you can visit AFR.net, click on the podcast tab, and then scroll down a little bit and click on the Exposing Washington link. There you can find all this information. And I'll post a link to this article. But this is our own Brian Fisher, host of Focal Point. He wrote an article this week titled, Trump is right on the border. The Bible says so. And Brian Fisher goes on to, to talk about how the Bible encourages borders and the enforcement of borders. Reading directly from the, from the article, Brian says, quote, The scriptures make it clear that national sovereignty, including clearly defined borders, is God's idea. In Acts 17, we read, and he made... From one man, every nation of mankind, to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. Brian goes on to talk about how two things, we are told, are under God's sovereign control. How long a nation lasts and where its borders are. The verb translating having determined is the Greek verb horizon, from which we get the word horizon. It means to mark out, to define. So God has marked out and defined the borders of each country. Great article by our own Brian Fisher. I'll post that at our podcast page, Exposing Washington podcast page at AFR.net. You know, another interesting story that goes along the same lines, and we're going to get into whether, in a few minutes, I'll get into whether it's legal for President Trump to declare a national emergency. Whether it is legal for the President of the United States to declare a national emergency and divert funding to build the border wall. We'll talk about whether that's legal here in a few minutes. But uh, I want to read this article. This is from thehill.com, and I'll post this on the podcast page at afr.net. But here's the headline. San Diego TV station says that CNN declined our, quote, local view because of reports on wall effectiveness. And here's what this story's talking about. CNN, when President Trump went to the southern border on Thursday in McAllen, Texas, and, and, and when he went to the border, CNN was trying to do some border coverage, some coverage along the southern border. Well, in part of doing this, CNN reached out to a local San Diego TV station and basically requested that they send a reporter to the southern border to report uh, from McAllen, Texas. Well, when CNN learned that the vast majority of local citizens and local law enforcement support a border barrier, CNN turned down the interview. So CNN said, yeah, yeah, we need one of your reporters to go to the southern border, and we're going to air a segment with your reporter down there reporting on the effectiveness of a wall. And the news station said, okay, we're going to send our reporter down there, but just know that the majority of people along the border agree that a border wall is a good idea. And CNN said, well, in that case, no thank you. We'll decline the interview. So, you know, when President Trump talks about how the fake news is the enemy of the people, he's exactly right. The, the mainstream media, the left-wing media, They are the opposition party. They are the opposition party leading the opposition against President Trump and all those who elected him. The media is the enemy of the people. The fake news media, let me say, is the enemy of the people, and here's why. They are pushing fake propaganda in front of our eyes, to our ears, and they are intentionally leaving out facts, important facts that the American people need to know when it comes to this debate the media is intentionally leaving out facts when it comes to informing the American people and the Democrats, as I mentioned, the Democrats are fine with this with this crisis because I believe I personally believe that the Democrats would like to turn America into a socialist utopia like Venezuela, like California, like Europe. That's what the Democrats want to do. They want to flood our country with illegal immigrants, give them all amnesty, ensure the death of the Republican Party, and have have this socialist utopia for decades to come. And we know all how venezuela california and europe are going now they're they're trash bins they're wastelands i mean look out in california they have the most poverty per capita in the nation everybody talks about how bad mississippi is look at california they have to have apps on their phones so they don't step on human waste going down the sidewalk in San Diego, Los Angeles, and other places. California is a dump. Now, sure, there's good parts of California, like Orange County, but in large part, the left-wing socialist policies of the California lawmakers has turned California into a wasteland where the ruling class elites are doing well all the middle class folks are leaving and the homeless people are staying and munching off the government. That's what's going on in California. Venezuela is burning, literally. Venezuela is in the midst of basically a civil war and it's burning. And Europe is being overrun by radical jihadists. Europe is being overrun by Islamic immigration. Immigration. That's taking a toll on Europe. I mean, Europe has no go zones where police can't even go into certain neighborhoods because the because the Islamists won't let them in there. They're too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Do we want to be like Europe? I don't think so. You know, back to the, the whole, you know, problem at our southern border. Various people are debating on whether President Trump has the legal authority to declare a national emergency and and divert funds to build the border wall. And I'm not really settled on this yet. Most of the information I read indicates that the president does have the authority to do this. That illegal immigration, the flow of drugs, the overrunning uh, with cartels, the MS-13 gang violence, all of the heroin epidemic... The fentanyl epidemic, this all, I I believe, could be, could be, there could be a case made that this is a national emergency. But I wanted to mention, you know, if you watch the left wing media and if you watch even some conservative pundits and some conservative legal analysts, they'll say that the president does not have the authority to do this. This should only be used in very, very rare circumstances. But that's all a bunch of hogwash. Guess how many times national emergencies have been declared since 1976? Three times? No. Fifty-eight times since 1976. Let's do the math here on average. I'm pulling out my calculator. 2019 minus 1976. So that's 43 years. In 43 years over 58 national emergencies have been declared that didn't take a that didn't take a a a statistician to, to, to add that up it didn't take a mathematician to add that up that's over one national emergency declared every year since 1976 since the national emergencies act was put in place 58 national emergencies have been invoked. Guess how many are still active? How many national emergencies declared by the President of the United States are still active? 31. 31 national emergencies are still active in the United States. And then some are saying, oh, no, no, President Trump can't do this. President Trump can't do this. We need to rein in the executive branch. We need to rein in the Oval Office. Well, where were you... Three years ago. Where were you six years ago when President Barack Obama was abusing the office of the presidency when President Obama was abusing executive authority and basically rewriting laws? Oh, you were nowhere to be found because that fit your agenda. The ends justified the means. But all of a sudden, now that President Trump's in the White House, we need to rein in the executive branch you know how many times President Obama's health department rewrote Obamacare? Like over a hundred times. They literally went in to the code, to the regulations, and changed law. The, the executive branch did, not Congress. That should be Congress duty. And so the whole idea that the left-wing media that the Democrats are all concerned about reigning in the executive branch and ensuring constitutional fidelity? This is a big farce. They don't care about, about the Constitution. They don't care about executive overreach. They just care about their own agenda and how to achieve it. And so don't listen to those who say that the president couldn't have a justifiable reason to fund the border wall with money from other departments. And you know, another thing here and this is the last thing I'll say on this on this whole executive order debate. But you know, some are saying, "Well, you know, president, the president shouldn't spend money that's not specifically allocated for the wall." You know, it's it's Congress's job to allocate money. First off, I would agree with that. It is Congress's job to to pass appropriation bills and appropriate money to specific projects to go to specific things. But for years now, Congress has been appropriating slush funds and giving these departments the full authority to spend this money on all kind of stuff. There is billions of dollars every year that is spent on things that it's not allocated for. That it's not allocated for. This is called slush funds. Congress appropriates like Fifty billion here, fifty billion there, a hundred billion here, and then it's up to the departments on what they spend the money on. So the whole idea that it's it's never happened that the executive branch spends money on on projects that are undesignated—that's a farce, also. And you know how phony it is when all of a sudden the 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 liberal pundits, the Democrats, are all all of a sudden now concerned about the Constitution and balance of power and things like that, you know it's fake when their person's in power and they're all about executive authority. President Obama can do no wrong. President Obama can do whatever he wants. That's just because the ends justify the means and whatever the left can do to get its desired outcome, it will do. Morals, hypocrisy, accuracy, legitimacy, honesty... None of it matters to the Democrats or the left unless it means getting what they want. That's what's going on in our country. But one last clip that I want to play here. This is clip three. This is, this is, I've already played the montage. I'm sorry about that. I think I've played all the clips. Uh, Yeah, that's good. So time's up on the show today. Exposing Washington American Family Radio. Visit our website, AFR.net, to find out more information. Stand firm, President Trump on the border wall. The American people are behind you, exposing Washington AFR. will be back next week. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio. You're listening to a best of edition of Exposing Washington.